The opinions expressed on the following program are those of the program sponsor, Shadow of His Wings Ministry, and its hosts and callers, and may not reflect those of KSLR or Salem Communications. The content of this program may not be suitable for young listeners and is intended for a mature audience. Parents are strongly encouraged to use discretion with children who may be listening. Share comments with Shadow of His Wings Ministry at 210-887-9007 or online at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Love is done its part. Let him reign in my life and my heart. Love is done its part. Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shay Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Well, good evening, and we're glad to be here on this uh, beautiful Sunday afternoon. I'm here with my wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Hello. We are enjoying this 100-degree weather. We are absolutely in the middle of summer in South Texas here. This is the kind of weather we're used to. Who's enjoying it? Well, I'm we're enjoying not, I'm the af- certainly not enjoying it. We're enjoying the afternoon. Maybe we're not enjoying the heat, but uh, this is familiar to us. We've <laughs> had a really... Pretty cool summer, actually, and uh, it's just just now kicking into the heat that we're so all used to. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We are glad that you're here. We uh, are a listener-supported 501c3 nonprofit ministry. Shadow of His Wings Ministry was born out of our brokenness and out of our 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 journey to healing and. Um, and God laid it on our hearts over over eight years ago. Actually, this is our our anniversary month. We just had an had an anniversary on J- uh, July fourteenth. I was about to say January, but it's not. We're not in January. Uh, in July fourteenth, so we started the ministry uh, about a year or two before. So it's almost been ten years we've been in ministry in Shadow of His Wings ministry. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it was born out of our brokenness, and we're just glad that God brought us together, and that God laid on our hearts a uh, a an opportunity to work alongside Him. If you're in ministry, you understand what it feels like to work alongside your dad. If you're not in ministry, uh, you hopefully know what it feels like to work as unto the Lord. And so both of those things are great opportunities. We are listener supported, and we would love to hear your calls tonight. Uh, if you have a comment or question as we start diving into the information, the things we want to talk about tonight, we'd love to hear from you. Our number is 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear from you. We know it's hard to, to pick up that phone and dial in. You're, everyone's afraid, oh, what if I say the wrong thing or... What if I stumble over my words? Well, hopefully you've gotten used to us stumbling over a few of our words here and there, so we don't expect perfection. So if you have any comments or questions tonight, we'd love to hear from you. We actually do have a retreat coming up. We always like to let listeners know about a retreat that we have coming. It is in August uh, 28th through the 30th. It is our Journey to Joy it really is a great time, and I, I just uh, it's some of our favorite retreats are working with the Journey to Joy, because it's working with wives whose husbands have gotten off into some sexual brokenness, say sexual uh, perversions or uh, masturbation, pornography, multiple affairs, prostitution, same-sex attraction. I mean, all of those folks uh, are definitely in a place of brokenness, and yet their wives have to live through some of that brokenness and feel some of the pain of their of their husband's struggle and some of the shame of their husband's struggle. And so maybe that's you. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, wow, you know, yes, my husband does look at porn, or yes, I, I don't know what to do with my hurts over his brokenness. And uh, if you would like more information, we'd love to have you go to our website at www.journeytojoy.org. 
And there's also a podcast there that'll tell you a little bit more about it. It's a three-day retreat. Starts around noon on Friday and ends around noon on Sunday. And it's just a great time for wives to visit with one another, to get some counseling, to work in large groups, in the large group as far as getting some education and training, as well as working in the small groups of just just grieving. Sometimes we need a place to grieve. And so that's a, it's a great place to, to go. You can also visit our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to get a schedule of other things that we offer. We are a counseling and healing ministry. We offer prayer uh, for those who are seeking to get freedom from any number of things. Uh, you name it, we haven't turned it away yet. So we just love working with folks and helping them find God's best. And so that's kind of where we come from. I'm going to pray before we start the show tonight, and we just want to invite Jesus into all that we do. Father, I just pray for tonight, and I pray for those folks listening. I just pray for today. I know it's hot out there, but I thank you for the sun. I thank you for the warmth. Father, I also thank you that you gave us a great reprieve with some some water, some rain, some cool breezes before all of this came. Father, I just pray for those who might be lonely tonight. I pray for the lonely hearts out there, folks who just uh, feel a bit left out, a bit forgotten. Father, we uh, we thank you that you are you are our savior, you are our hope, you are our our everything. That you want to know us, that you do know us, but you want us to know you. And we also, you want us to know that you know us. Because when we know that you know us, then we can feel complete. It's knowing that the, the, the king, knowing the creator of this world knows us intimately, knows everything about us, knows our hurts, knows our heart, knows our joys, celebrates those with us and also grieves with us through those things when all of those things we are known by us then it does help to take away some of the loneliness you did say that it is not good for man to be alone when you first created him and so you do give us husbands and wives and friends people to be in our life because you know it's not good for us to be alone And yet I thank you, Father, that in our lonely places, when perhaps those folks have not filled in the places that we need them to fill, that you're always there for us. You're our everything. You are all in all. And I praise you for that. I pray for those hearts listening tonight. And I thank you for giving us the opportunity to just sit and talk tonight. And we praise you. We ask for your words, your hope, your healing we thank you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Well, uh, I'm just going to throw out a question here. You ready? Sure, you're ready. Are you on Facebook, Shay? Yes, I am. Yes, we are on Facebook. We are on Facebook. That's what we're talking about tonight is Facebook. What do you think about Facebook? Well, we're not talking, uh, we're talking about social media. That's true. We're talking about social media. And we're talking about friends. And, you know, social media is quite an enigma for me, you know? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a place for friends. It's a place for happiness, a place for sadness. It's a place for politics. It's, it's just becoming more and more of a struggle. I, you know, I, I hear people more often saying, I need to get off Facebook. You know, it's causing me to become angry. It's causing me to become sad. It's causing me worry and anger and, you know, so many things. So, you know, this is just various social media. That's right. We're truly not saying anything specifically about Facebook. It's about all social media. Well, Facebook is pretty common, though. That's right. But we're talking about those places that you can go to link with people, to keep up with people, to to catch up with people. But also, you unfortunately get to hear everything that people have to say. 
things that they may like, things they may dislike, things they may want to complain about that day, things that they may be afraid of. And so we also were just kind of talking today, and one of our, our questions, kind of one of the things we talked about is just friendship. You know, where is friendship going and where has it gone? And social media is that place that sometimes can accidentally feel, and I, I want to emphasize the word feel, it can certainly feel like it's taking the place of friendship or like you really have these great friends, but a lot of those great friends are just on Facebook and you say hello to them every so often. Yeah, and it, you know, it's a really, it's a great way to, to, to stay connected with people. Uh, I know that I have, I mean, I have people on there that I, I always enjoy looking at pictures and seeing people's vacation and all of these things, but I find it pretty interesting that, you know, people, they'll meet somebody and they'll say, hey, friend me. You know, friend me this and friend me that, and oh my gosh, you really made me mad, and so I unfriend you. Right. <laughs> That's a sad day when you That's get unfriended. Sad, well, right? or or you all of a sudden realize, wow, somebody unfriended me, and I didn't even know that. That's right. You you look up and you wonder why you don't see anything from them anymore, and then you realize, oh wow, they. I'm no longer one of their friends. Huh? Well, and that's that's the thing. That's the thing I need. I think we need to talk about is you know are we losing are we losing track of what a friend is? I mean, I mean, I think we really need to look seriously, you know, with all technology and kind of all of the way you know we connect with people now. You know, make sure even in our connections at church and and through school and work that we really understand what it is to be a friend. And we don't take on this mentality, this social media, you know, uh, technology mentality into right. our real everyday lives. You know, I mean, I've had folks, you know, that have come into my life and I've considered them as really good friends. And then, you know, there's a disagreement or something. And then it's just you don't hear from them anymore and you try to contact them. And, sure. You know, what is a friend? I right. think we need to look at that. Well, And, and I, who are you as a friend? Sure. Not you, but but. The other person. You sitting out you. there in, you know, listening to this show. Absolutely. I think it's important to, to kind of think how, how, how am I a friend? And I think that before we jump into that particular question, I would like to say also about just social media. You know, it's not very often that you get to see everything that your friends are doing. You know, it's, it was something that kind of came to my mind. If, actually, it's been months ago when I started seeing, you know, I don't know about anybody else. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. But, you know, you're on a social media outlet and, you know, you're noticing that somebody is has had a conversation with somebody that you know. And then they've liked everything they did. And you're thinking, wow, they didn't like what I did back when I put something up two weeks ago. You know, exactly. <laughs> and you start to feel a little bit offended. Like, like, you start why? to feel like you're in high school again. Right. Or like, well, why did they like his posting, but they didn't like my posting? Or why did they like her, her posting? Or they commented to hers, but they didn't comment to mine. And, and I just started thinking, you know, we really have never ever before had technology so advanced that you can actually see every interaction that other people have. It's mind-boggling. It is. And it can actually cause you to start carrying grudges and to start carrying resentments over things that are really none of your business. They wouldn't have even been things that you would have ever even seen. Exactly. Had you not been privy to someone's private conversations via Facebook or any social media. Sure. And I just want to caution, I want to kind of throw that out as well, because we're talking about friendships today, but but this new avenue that people have introduced us to, this social media networking system, 
can somehow make you have resentments towards people that really you have no purpose or you never even needed to know because it wasn't it had nothing to do with you sure but yet you get to be a third party watching someone else's interaction and it can cause hurts and then before you know it you start to kind of drift away from those people and i think that's the important thing we're talking about tonight is that friendship is how do you maintain friendships in light of social media, in light of struggles that people have on social media, as well as just what if you you've, you don't even know that you've accidentally offended someone, yet they all of a sudden don't want to talk to you anymore, or you never hear from them, or they've unfriended you or unliked something that you did. Exactly. And so it's just it's trying to figure out how do you maneuver this thing and what God's design for friendship was in the first place. Because God's design for friendship was so much more than a tweet here or a Facebook message here or or a whatever else there is out there. Those are the only ones I know of, but I'm sure there's more. You know, it's God's design for friendship was much deeper than just looking on Facebook and saying a few comments and then getting it liked and going, okay, great, I'm connected. Not saying that's not a great op- the great thing because you can keep up with people that way, but what did God design for friendship in the first place? And that's kind of what we're looking at tonight. Well, and if you're out there, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, wow, you know, thinking about a a friend that you have had or or a relationship that maybe has become distant. Or you've been unfriended and you just like to talk about it or, or just share with us what you think a friend is. You could give us a call at 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear you from you. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the one thing we can probably all agree on is that friendship takes work. Yes. Because sometimes it doesn't seem that way anymore. Because people friend people pretty quickly, and they jump right into friendship. But again, that's what I'm saying. Let's look at what is friendship. And I'd love to hear from folks if they'd love to share, you know, what is a friend. And and aside from, you know, social media, friendship yes. does take work because it takes getting to know someone. Yes. You know, I was thinking about that the other day as well. I was thinking someone friended me, and I'm thinking, wow, I'm having a conversation with someone that I truly have never met in person, and I truly don't know really where they come from or who they are. They just found out about me, and they friended me, and now we're having a conversation. And and I think it's an interesting, an interesting dilemma, an interesting, uh, as you called it earlier, an enigma, a, a phenomena. Of, of just trying to be friends with people via social media versus working at a friendship. Because you and I both have had folks in our lives that we thought were great friends that all of a sudden one day we looked up and they really weren't a part of our life anymore. Yeah. And it's very hurtful. I mean, and these are, these are people that are not you know, not social media. These are people that, you know, time has in, been invested in and and maybe a disagreement came along or, you know, I, it makes me think of this verse in the Bible. I wanted to share it with you. Mm-hmm. It's Proverbs 27, 6. It says, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Now that's a deep one. I mean that's I mean that's it. You know, wounds from a friend can be trusted. Wounds from a friend. That means, you know what? Your friends are going to hurt you. People that you're closest to are going to hurt you. There's going to be wounds. And it may not be the wounds you expect. It may not be wounds that they're they're causing to hurt you. It may be being honest with you. It right. may be sharing with you something that that may be that iron sharpening iron. It may be saying, hey, you need to look at this. Absolutely. Or it could be that you'll never be in any kind of relationship with someone without 
one of you, either you or someone else, accidentally doing something, saying something exactly. that might step on your toes. And and that's accidentally or even, you know, even if they do fail, you know, it talks about in the Bible, you know, about about love never fails. Absolutely. And uh, so then and then but then it goes on. I think it's interesting because then it says, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Sometimes I think about Facebook or I think about social media and when it says multiplies kisses. You know, that's where all the, hey, I like, you know, you get all these likes and you get these likes. Those are multiplying kisses. Absolutely. Are those, are people sometimes who you haven't seen in a while now come up and give you a little kiss on the cheek, but yet you have never, you haven't known them. You haven't really seen them in a while. They haven't walked through your harder places in life. Sure. And I'm absolutely not saying that, that they are enemies. Sure. You know, I was thinking about this verse earlier and I was, Thinking about a situation, like say for instance, you have a, you have a, a friendship and, um, something goes wrong. And so you talk through it and you say, wow, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Or they say to you, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And so you seemingly talk through it, but then everything seems to become distant. Sure. You know, and then you approach the person and you say, hey, you know, are things good? You know, are we good here? Oh, yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. That's multiplying kisses because you know what? There's still something there. Absolutely. There's a there's a smile on the outside, but the heart is not exactly uh, congruent. Because I think you're absolutely right. And then that is what leads to slow separation. Yes. Because then that person is saying everything's great. It's like a friend told me one time. He said, uh, I asked him, because we'd had a discussion that didn't go well. And I said, hey, let's meet up. Let's talk about it. He said, I forgive you, but I don't have any real reason to meet up with you. Wow. And I thought to myself... Wow, how do you how do you take that, you know? Well, I would take it that it just it's you know, I mean some people say, Well, it's just not the same. Well, if it's just not the same, there's something in your heart that's changed. Sure, that that is not forgiveness. It may be Correct. It may be what a person thinks is forgiveness, you know. It's like we've talked about before on the show about you know, just saying as an act of my will, I forgive you, but I don't really want to forget. I want I, I will never forget what you did to me. Well, that's a crazy place because, you know, what if it was unintentional? What if you didn't? But that's not to, forgiveness. Absolutely. I it's mean, a, it's not you think in the Bible, love keeps no records of wrongs. That's right. But people begin to say, well, I have forgiven you, but I can't ever know you in the same way that I used to. And that's just a broken place. There's and that's nothing a sad good there. Place. It's very sad. It's not real friendship. And I, I think about that when you read that verse in the first part of it, you know, that says that wounds from a friend can be trusted. Friend, friends will wound you because we will we wound each other all the time. I think about marriage. I mean, how many times have I wounded you, and and how much more have you wounded me? Let me get my list out. <laughs> Start counting. Let's see, love keeps no record of wrong. I'm just seeing. <laughs> uh, but you know, when you hurt someone, you do have to really work at forgiveness, and that's the thing I think about when you read that verse. Wounds from a friend can be trusted because if you keep working through those wounds, then you'll have a deeper, more long-lasting friendship than you've ever had because then you can say that your friendship will weather any storm. But if you just walk away and give kisses or on and say, oh, it's okay, it's okay, I'm good now, but, but I just don't ever want to know you anymore, then that's really not true friendship. It's really letting go of the friendship. Because that can't be trusted. Absolutely. There's no trust there whatsoever. Well, let me give you our number again. It's 210-340-9585. And maybe you just want to call and talk about a friendship that you've lost or a friendship that didn't go well. 
maybe you want to ask a question about, you know, something that you're in right in this moment, you know, amidst of, of a friendship gone, gone wrong, a friendship that has been broken by something. You know, I just want to offer to you folks, friendship takes work. And I'm going to say it again because friendship is something that is weathered. Friendship is something that is like a diamond or like, you know, fine silver. You have to polish it. You know, and sometimes it goes through the pressures of, of time. Sometimes it goes through the pressures of hurt and pain. But when you come out on the other side of that friendship, I mean, what, maybe you're sitting there listening to this show and you're saying, but you don't understand. I've been offended by what he did or she did. I've been offended because they didn't do this or they didn't do that. What do you think God might be calling you to? And I, and I'm being convicted myself because I sure want to make sure anybody out there that I have been upset at or I've been frustrated with because of the way they've treated me in friendship. I want to make sure that there's no one that I'm holding uh, to. But we'll keep talking when we come back from the break. Let him reign in my life and my heart. If love is done its part. Let him reign in my life and my heart. You don't just have to listen to AM 630 KSLR in your car or on your radio at home. You can listen wherever you are just by downloading the KSLR app. If you're in Fredericksburg, Seguin, Austin, or even overseas, you can hear your favorite shows with just a touch of a button on your mobile device. You can also give us feedback by using the TalkBack feature or email the station and let us know what you think 24-7. For details on how to download the app to your mobile device for free, go to KSLR.com. Looking for a great family night outing during the summer? AM 630 KSLR and the City of San Antonio have the perfect solution with Movies by Moonlight every Tuesday night in July at Travis Park downtown. Enjoy free show entertainment at 7.30 and the movies starting at dusk. This week, catch The Princess and the Frog. Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday night starting at 7.30 at Travis Park. Sponsored by Children's Hospital of San Antonio, Paw Basics, and AM630 KSLR. We've been hearing a lot about Uber lately, so we decided to get out there and talk to some actual Uber partners to get our questions. Is signing up to drive with Uber really hard? Nope. Signing up with Uber is super easy. It was simple and easy. Okay, but can I drive my own car? Yes, yes, yes. You get to drive your own car. But my roommate doesn't even have a car. Can she drive with Uber? They can help her get a car, too. I wouldn't be able to get a vehicle if it wasn't for Uber. It took me less than six hours to get a car. So you could just sign up and earn money. Sign up, drive, and you make some money. You're saying I can just use the smartphone app to make money whenever I want? Yeah, you just open the app whenever you feel like driving. All I have to do is turn on my phone, hit the road, and I start making money. Are the hours good? I work less hours and I make more money. I'm my own boss now, so I set my own hours. Okay, this all sounds pretty great. What do you think I should do? You need to sign up for Uber. You can make serious life-changing money when you drive with Uber. Get started today at drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Here's Esther Nail owner of Spotted Sante with a special message for our military. I just want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for your bravery, for your service, and your sacrifice. Words cannot express the gratitude that our country owes you. And at Spotted Sante, we want to honor you and salute you. We're going to be offering you a 25% off coupon for the month of July for you and your family, anyone that has a military ID. This coupon can be used for a number of treatments that we offer at Spotted Sante. We have our therapeutic massage, which means you have a choice of either a relaxation massage or if you are having a chronic pain situation. We have a therapeutic massage treatment that's very effective. That's going to be a tailored treatment. We also have some amazing foot treatments where we're going to go in and work off all the tension that we can on your feet and your legs. And it's very advanced massage and you'll feel a big difference with that also. But I hope you give us an opportunity by coming by to Spot Asante and allowing us to serve you. So why don't you come to Spot Asante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life. This is a message to all Seventh-day Adventists. In his inaugural address as General Conference President, Elder Ted Wilson called for revival and reformation in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. But did you know that there's been a message in the Seventh-day Adventist Church calling for revival and reformation for more than 80 years? For more information on this and other startling facts, please visit our website, thenightcometh.org. Once again, that's thenightcometh.org. Your love is done its part. Now 
Let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love is done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love is done its part. Well, welcome back, and we're just glad you're here. And uh, man, I could just listen to that song again, couldn't you, Shay? I really could. I love it. I love Kinda, it. I, it brings joy to my heart, but it brings a little bit of sadness too, because there are people that have been in my life that I miss. Absolutely. And it's uh, and it's beautiful. They're beautiful words. A friend is a friend forever if the Lord's the Lord of them. And if any of those friends are out there, just know that I still love you. Amen. And I think that's a beautiful way to put it. You know, uh, you can't really control whether a friend will continue to be your friend. That's right. But you can control what your heart feels for them, and your your heart can always be open to their return. Well, and I think that's what it is we need to look at, is not necessarily if someone else is a good friend to us, but being a good friend. Absolutely. You can't have a good friend without being a good friend first. And so, you know, you just, in a friendship, just, I would just say, just make sure that you... Your love is consistent. Your love doesn't fail. Although you may fail someone, sure, you may fail them, but that doesn't mean your love fails. Absolutely. That doesn't mean you you can't continue a friendship. And knowing that, again, I know people are going to get tired of hearing me, but a friendship takes work. And so you don't know that you've accidentally stepped on somebody's toe or you may get, make someone upset by accident or, or offend them somehow without even intentionally or, or unintentionally doing it. And yet that is why a friend is a friend forever if the Lord is the Lord of them. Because when you can say, I'm sorry, I know I offended you. I didn't mean to. It wasn't what I intended. And it, and I did the best I knew how it not hurting you, but I did. And can you forgive me? You know, whether it changes what actually happened or not, because I'm thinking about some friends of ours that, that I felt like I had to do what the Lord was calling me to do, yet the friend felt very offended by what I felt like God was calling me to do. 
And yet I still would say, I'm sorry. I did not mean to offend. I, I love you. I care about you. And I'm sorry that you got offended. And I think that those are the only moments that I know that real friendship is tested is when you feel or you don't agree on the next steps that you are somehow supposed to take. And I think that's where friendship comes. And I think that's where friendship says, you know, I can, I can disagree with you. And yes, you did hurt me, but I still want to be your friend. I still love you and I want to be a part of your life. Well, and that's where the wounds of a friend can be trusted. Absolutely. Because it's it's not trying to intentionally hurt someone. It's trying to let them understand why you chose to do what you felt like you had to do. And that's the crazy place. I also want to read one of the other verses we wrote, we wrote down. Um, it's Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times. You know, love is a hard thing. <laughs> it's just hard to keep loving all the time. It's hard when people offend you. It's hard when people hurt you. It's hard when a friend does something, you know, that, that, that you feel like they've basically turned their back on you. But I appreciate that, that a friend loves at all times, meaning the door is always open. Exactly. And I think that is an important place is saying, you know, I, I think it's very difficult when someone closes the door and says, fine, I'm, I'm, you're out of my life. Rather than saying, you know, I, I can try and be your friend. The door's always open. All I can do is be here when you're ready to come home. Well, and it makes me think about, you know, truly a friend loves at all times, you know, it's kind of like when you have a friend. I mean, I have a very dear friend that, man, she was my best friend in high school. And there was a long time before I had seen her. But, man, when we saw each other, it was just, I mean, I'm sure you out there can relate to this, you know, having somebody in your life that you haven't seen in a while and then, you see them and you you just pick right right back up where you left off. Right. And I think that's what it means by a friend loves at all times. And that's why it says wounds of a friend can be trusted. Because when you love at all times, that means that when even when there's a, a, a division or an argument or something that goes wrong or there are wounds, that when you come back, it's going to be that. That thing where you you can pick right back up where you left off if you trust that friend. Sure. And and even if there's been some bumps and, and potholes in your friendship along the way, as you've tried and, tr- and tested that friendship, you see that it's still there, then you're more apt to keep trusting even when the bumps and, 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 and valleys, the hills and valleys come. Sure. You know, that's an easier place because it's like, okay, yeah, we've, we've had our, our valleys or our, our hills before. Let's, let's get through this one and let's see what happens. And that's what makes a friend. Yes. I'm wondering if, uh, just as for those listening, I'm wondering if you could think for a second and ask yourself, do I really have a close friend? Do I have someone in my life that that sticks closer than a brother or a sister. Do I have someone in my life that that I can cry to, that I can get angry about life, that I can I can yell and scream, yet cry, yet get happy all at the same time and that friend will still be there. And I just think I I think it's an important question because you know, we were talking about the story of David and Jonathan in the Bible, uh, King David and his and Saul's son Jonathan, you know, they became the best of friends, and uh, their friendship I, has always been an example to me. And I and I guess I say this, and I know we can keep talking about other things as well, but I wanted to throw that out because I used to think it was just men who didn't have close friends. Many men didn't have. A lot of close friends and working with men that I, I work with, a lot of them have said, I've never had a good friend or I don't have anybody in my life that's a good friend. 
But I'm realizing that even sometimes women don't have a lot of close friends that they can do those things with, that they can share life with, that they can can question life with, that they can walk through hard times and good times together, that, that, that not many have that kind of close friendship. And I just wanted to throw that out there to, to just ask people to begin thinking about that. Because if you don't have someone like that, I think it would be your goal to begin to pray and ask the Lord to show you someone who could be a, a, a friend like that. Someone that you can have in your life that, that, that you care about. We all are, are also a, a call-in show. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a friend like that or you have someone in your life that you'd like to share uh, with us, uh, our number here is 210-340-9585. Maybe you'd like to give a shout-out to a friend or maybe you'd like to share uh, just a, a friend uh, about a friend situation. Well, and I was just thinking, you know, not having a friend sometimes can really bring a sense of just a real loneliness feeling. Absolutely. And I want I want folks to know that we're also available for prayer. Yes. If anybody would would need prayer or would like prayer, you can also call in. Yes, and that number is two one zero three four zero nine five eight five. Well, we are talking about friendship tonight and true friendship. And I want to read one last verse and we can talk about it. Um, this is Proverbs 18.24. One who has unreliable friends soon come to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I think that says pretty loud and clear that we need friends. That unreliable friends cause instability in our lives. And uh, I just want to, I guess I just want to talk a little bit. I, I, you said a quote earlier. I don't know if you noticed that I wrote it down, but I wrote something down that you said, and I'm going to I'm going to read it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see you write it yes. down. Yes. It's, it's, I'm surprising her. Um, she said, friendship can be honest. It's not always easy. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, you, yeah, this did kind of shock me. I know, I'm putting you um, on the spot. Yeah, you are putting me on the spot. Um, well, I think that that's the thing. I mean, it, it pretty much says, says itself. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy to share your heart. Cause sometimes, you know, sometimes something a friend does may hurt you. And it may be saying, wow, that really hurt my feelings. Sure. Instead of keeping it undercover and then it just growing resentments. Yeah, into resentment or distance. Right. You know, because sometimes when people, when people hurt us, we do become distant. Absolutely. You know, we start kind of distancing ourselves. And, and that's the amazing thing because I liked the way you put that when you said friendship can be honest, but it's not always easy. I thought to myself, you know, I like that, that honesty is the first point in friendship because you can say, I don't agree, or I'm unhappy with that, or that doesn't, that hurt my feelings. And to be able to sit there and just say, I am unhappy with that, and let's talk about that. I think that's what we really try. It's like we used to say all the time. We can talk about anything. Yes. But sometimes in friendship, it really is the truth that you have to be able to talk about anything. You may not always be able to resolve everything, but it's important to really to be able to talk about everything and anything to be able exactly. to get your friendship back on track again because you don't want to walk away angry and just disregard the friendship. Right. We have a caller on the line. We have uh, uh, Sylvia on the line. You're with Shadow of His Wings Ministry and Healing Hidden Wounds. How can we? Ha- uh, what do you have a question or comment tonight, Sylvia? No, I just wanted to comment that, um, as you know, I'm listening to your program and and such, and I, I'm just and I've thought this before uh, because you know on Facebook there's always little uh, cartoons and 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 stuff that comes up. And it says, if you have a friend that you can laugh and cry and trust them with your innermost innermost thoughts, um, you know, put uh, like or whatever. And 
you know, I am just blessed because I have five such friends that I've had for over 25 years. Amen. And 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 they are the kind of of ladies that I can I can talk to them today, and then uh, we cannot see each other for a year, and then we you know we'll come we'll connect again, and it's like we were just talking, you know, like we had never, uh, you know, took took a break. We we didn't take a break, and we just keep talking, and I can go to any of them. And they can come to me as well with any problems, any hidden secrets or fears. And, you know, we're there to support each other. And, and, and it is amazing because, you know, friends are friends forever. Um, and about two years ago, I met this lady that I thought was going to be that kind of a friend. Uh, but then, um, I feel like she she betrayed me, and I mean, you know, when you're well, when you're very close to someone, when you you know you really um, respect and admire them, and then they do what this lady did, it it just, I mean, it sent me reeling. I I just did. It, it was like. Uh, I don't know. It was horrible. It was horrible. So can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. So what if this lady were to come back into your life and she were to, to call you and to say, you know what, I know that I betrayed you and I am so sorry. She she came back uh, because she needed something. She came back. She needed something for me. And... Um, she she said, you know, I'm so sorry. I don't know what caused me to do that. I I, I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, you know what? I apologize. Huh? And I said, no, no, no. I said, you know what? Uh, I forgive you. I said, I don't know how long it's going to take me to forget it. I said, but I do forgive you. I said, and you know what? That's in the past, and I just want to leave it in the past. And she said, okay, so, you know, are you going to do this? I said, I don't know. I have to think about it. So then um, I went because uh, she wanted me to go someplace. And, and I went because another lady needed a ride, another lady that, that, that I, you know, get along with and stuff. And she, uh, she needed a ride. And uh, I went, and then that's when I found out that, she she needed me to be there. She needed me to to be present because uh, she's she's a leader in an organization, and she needed somebody from her team to be there. Nobody was going to be there, and this other lady uh, that doesn't drive. So if if there were two of us, well, you know, better. She, she got me there by saying, they're going to recognize you. And I said, you know, I, I don't know that I'm going to go. And she said, they're going to recognize you. They're going to they're gonna give you an award. They're going to give you an award. And I said, why? She said, they're going to give you an award for, for something or the other. And I said, well, nobody said anything. And she said, no, no, but, but they already told me. So when I got there... And and we sat down and they fed us and everything. It was you know, and nobody said I wasn't presented with any such award. Oh wow! And and are you all friends now or? No 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 because, um, no she she see she, she I was under the impression she kept telling me that she was Christian and that she would go to church and all of this and and I don't have anything against. People that are not Christian, don't get me wrong, uh, but she, when I would say, let's pray, let's pray, we, I would go to her house every day because she wanted, she needed my help sure. in, in doing what she does. And so I would say, let's pray, let's take a minute to pray. And one day I, went, I got my Bible out and I said, because she had her Bible laying on a counter open. Right. And I said, um, I went and got because I don't know what kind of uh, 
which, which one it was. But I have a King James version. Sure. And and I understand the King James better. So I went and got my Bible, and I started telling her, look, this is what the Word of God says. Look, right here where it says this. And she said, well, what does that mean? And I explained to her what my interpretation was, and she was like, oh, okay, well, I didn't know. And then her husband called her, and she said, we're sitting here reading the Bible. But any day after that, when I would say, I would get my Bible down, and I would say, let's let's read. And she would say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, I've got to take care of this. Or oh, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, i got to do that. Or, or wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, and it was always an excuse. Well, you know what, Sylvia, I am sure glad that you have, you, you started off saying that you had those five friends that were, were always there for you. And, yes. And I'm going to be praying for you and this woman because it sounds like there are things in her life that she may need you for. And uh, so I'm going to keep praying for her and you. And, and who knows what God can do because Amen. sometimes friendships uh, can feel like they're getting either they're falling apart but you just never know when God might not call you back to her life again because if you're willing to read the Bible to her and you're willing to be there for her then that's a good friend and I appreciate you calling in thank you so much for taking my call you have a blessed rest of the day thank you you too Sylvia you too. thanks so thank much you. for calling I believe we have another caller on the line. We have Nancy. Hi, Nancy. You're on the air. Hi. I have a question for you about friendship. Okay. What if you were in a friendship at one time and and uh, you're the one that did the wounding to that person and you've asked for forgiveness, but they refuse to forgive you? What do you do? That's a really hard one, Nancy. Uh, I have a friend like that, and... Um, I think all I know to do is to pray because the Holy Spirit can speak louder than we can ever speak. Um, the other thing I, I know to do is to, at least in my opinion, I, I encourage folks to keep checking in, you know, sending a little card or sending a little note or sending a text just saying, hey, I'm still here and I hope someday that we can talk again. You know, I, I, I unfortunately... You know, and that's what we were talking about at the in the middle of the show was that, you know, friendship is hard. It is hard, and it it takes uh, it takes effort. But uh, sometimes we can accidentally say the wrong thing, or we can do the wrong thing, or we can do something that offends, even though it feels like the right thing. And people get upset, and they choose not to forgive us. They choose to cut off their friendship, and that's a sad day. That's something that you grieve. That's something that you cry about. That's something that you, you, you mourn over. But the truth of the matter is that sometimes they just never do open their heart again. But I think that we, it's like we said earlier in the show, I think it's important to keep that door open uh, in your heart and so hoping that someday that they'll come home. So I appreciate your call, and we're about to run out of time. So I thanks so much for calling in, Nancy. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Well, join us next week. We would love to have you listen again, and we will talk to you uh, next week, and we'll have a new topic. God bless you all. Bye-bye. let him reign my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now let him reign my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now let him reign my life and my heart. Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener-supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do. 